The Incredible Hulk. This is the uh, the jungle beat, frog beat. Ooh. All right, let's get into the the story of my first alcoholic uh, situation while at Valmont University. So, it's week three of the fall semester of my freshman year, and nothing seemed to be going on. Like a lot of the freshmen had planned to, to go to the West Indian Day Parade up in Brooklyn. Most of the others just decided to go home and check in with their families, do laundry, you know, restock on supplies. So, there was nothing happening on campus or around campus. It just so happens that one of my friends from high school, Talia, she was hosting a party back home and decided to invite me. Now, I hadn't seen Talia all summer because she'd moved up to her school after high school graduation because she had a summer program. So she'd been gone all summer and all the fall so far, and I hadn't seen her. And like I, I fake liked Talia. So I wanted her to meet the new me, you know, as new as I could be after three weeks of college. So I told my best friend Hicks, to bring massive amounts of alcohol to my dorm room so we could pregame for Talia's party. And by massive, I mean half a handle of Hennessy and a Hawaiian punch jug full of hypnotic. You know, the classy shit. And you know, I didn't drink alcohol in high school. When I started college, the only alcoholic beverages I knew besides beer was this drink called the Incredible Hulk, which is hypnotic and Hennessy because of the, when you merge the two, it makes this green gamma ray punch, whatever. So, my reward to myself on my high school graduation night was indulging in my first alcoholic beverage, which turned out to be this incredible Hulk. So going into college, all I knew was that there's beer, but the, what the cool kids drink is the incredible Hulk. So when Hicks arrived at my dorm, it was new cool drinking hand that called some ladies down to my room uh, so they can join us for some beverages. I filled this big gulp with an incredibly incredible Hulk. And about an hour later, I kicked everyone out so that Hicks and I could make our trip back to our hometown. As soon as I got in the car, the Hulk hit me. You know, I remember I was trying to see how strong I could mix my drinks before I couldn't tolerate it. But I don't know why I would pick this night to do this. I mean, I guess you could blame my lack of experience with heavy drinking or my eagerness to prove that I'm an impeccable drinker now that I'm in college. But whatever. All I could think about was the fact that everyone else in the world had been drinking and partying since they were in middle school and I had not. So they had a head start and I had to dive into the deep end. So I was on this mission to get drunk by any means necessary as fast as possible. By the time we reached our destination at Talia's place, I was shamefully intoxicated. Like shamefully and it wasn't even 10 o'clock yet. In fact, during the ride over to, to Talia's place, Hicks had to pull the car over twice because I, I threatened to piss in his glove box. I just, look, I'm going to pee in this thing if you don't pull over. Come on, dog. Don't pull your dick out of my car. So we had to comply. When we arrived, there were a handful of people, some I recognized and some I didn't, but I made sure to give them the right type of greeting. Hola, motherfuckers. Ladies and gentlemen, the name is Ham, and I drink more milk oh than babies. Who's, Who's oh got God. the jugs? Oh, my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I later had to apologize for this greeting, but they knew I was in the building, so that was a thing. Overall, the gathering looked relatively tame, but I noticed an abnormally large stock of alcohol in the kitchen, so I wasn't planning on making healthy decisions tonight. You ever see a guy trying really hard to be the life of the party, but because everyone is sitting around talking, eating, socializing, or because he just entered the house cursing and threatening to suck titties, 
he just looks like an asshole? Well, that was that was me. I was that guy. Apparently, at that age, I wasn't yet trained in the art of making a distinction between a small little family kickback and Rockefeller's big pimpin' music video. After tensing the whole mood of the house by insisting people let loose, I settled on catching up with a few faces I recognized and playing drinking games. At some point in the evening, I, I locked into Talia. I had this hidden love for her when I was in high school. You know, internally, I always thought that she was really pretty and, and really smart, but because Talia was one of my good friends, I never spoke out about her or acted on any crush I may have had when we were back in school. But that night, shit, I had time that night. Talia had this really curly hair, like really curly. And uh, I basically, I had drunkenly ranted about how I wanted to put her in a tub and eat her beautiful head like a big bowl of ramen. And that was supposed to make her love me. So, I mean, I was doing shit like that. I was openly declaring that I had, that I was destined to marry her. And, you know, I had her parents' blessings. And, you know, her boyfriend was, you know, he wasn't too happy about this because he was there. And he was listening to all this stuff that I was saying to her, his girlfriend. And at this time, there was a, a, a little conference happening in the kitchen between some people that was sick and tired of my drunk ass and they were trying to figure out how to get me out of the party as soon as possible so uh hicks walked over with three other people standing behind him and they looked like they were kind of pissed off and told me i was done for the night i didn't know what that meant but basically it was time for me to go so what's worse was as they were escorting me out of the party i thought i was talking to talia and i accidentally and pretty aggressively invited her aunt back to my dorm room allegedly you know, thinking I'm talking to Talia, I, I, I loudly whispered, You need to come back to the dorm with me, because I have a million condoms there. And her aunt declined that invitation, and as I turned to my other side, I remember Hazley thinking, Who is this woman helping Hicks walk me away from Talia? And it turns out, Talia's boyfriend's mother was also at the gathering, and she was just sick of me ruining the furniture and everybody's mood. So then it realized it wasn't a small party at all, but it was just like a family gathering and a few invited friends. And to this day, I've just never been invited back to that house. So once Hicks and I were outside, I thought I could stand on my own. You know, I, I was a grown man. And he went back and to say his goodbyes and apologize to everybody for bringing me. Meanwhile, I was losing control of my body and I didn't realize it. And apparently at this point of the night, I really needed Hicks to assist me in the walking and the standing part of life. Uh, but I didn't realize this until I started to fall. What's worse was I literally landed on my face because my brain didn't tell my arms to brace the fall. As I was sprawled out on the concrete listening to people laugh, I was so pissed off. I was, I was so mad at my arms. My arms let me down. They let me, they let me land on my face. And, and I took a moment to pray to God to, that uh, I'm, I'm glad I still had my teeth because I hit the ground pretty hard. And it was just my face that hit the ground it felt like. But then I realized it wasn't just the arms that were acting up. While I was laying there, I really wanted to get up and give everybody the finger, but I couldn't move any part of my body. Then I just thought, like, oh shit, I just landed on my head, and now I'm paralyzed. So Hicks came over, folded me up, packed me into the car, and just drove off. And that should have been the end of the night, but uh, even though I drank myself into paralysis and completely embarrassed myself in front of a longtime friend and family who I don't speak to to this day, my night was sadly far from over. I passed out in the car, you know, I had a peaceful ride home, and then I woke up as Hicks was trying to pull me out of the car with my arms in front of my dorm. And by then, some of the walking powers had come back, and, but not completely. And I was able to speak again. And I told Hicks that uh, to go park the car, and I'd be in the lobby of my dorm, and he could, you know, tackle the task of getting me back to my room. So he left and drove his car to park. 
uh, in the lot around the corner as I sloppily stumbled to the front desk like I was in my first pair of roller skates. Instantly as I walked up, the front guard looked at me and denied me access. Oh hell no. She wasn't gonna let me in tonight. I reached forward to lean on the counter and I just completely missed and slammed my face on the countertop and sprawled back on the floor. Again, I'm paralyzed. So as I lay there, I listen to her sucker teeth and then she says, yep, I'm calling the cops. And just as she said that, Hicks walked in and the guard told him that he had five minutes before the campus police showed up to cart me off to jail. Unless he wanted to answer a bunch of questions at the police station, he should probably find somewhere else for me to go before they got there. So he dragged me out of the lobby and he realized he couldn't pull my dead weight all the way to where he had just parked the car. Thinking fast, he gave some random guy sitting on a bench 20 bucks and told him to watch me as he went to go get his car. So Hicks sprints off to go get his car and when he came back with the car, this was the situation. Three cop cars with flashing lights were surrounding me. A police officer was chasing the random guy down the street. Apparently I had told the cops that my hands didn't work because I said they were heavy as cement or heavy as shit. I don't know, I was starting my words. But I told them my hands were heavy as something and they should stand the fuck back unless they wanted to get punched by a man with cement in his See, it had to be cement because you get punched with shit in your hands. That doesn't hurt. So, unless they want to get punched by a man with cement in his hands, they better back the fuck up. So obviously one of the cops had his gun on me. I was shouting all my contact information. My name, my name is Laszlo Whitaker. No, I don't know how to spell it. Uh, but it was all, it was purposefully all the wrong contact information because I didn't want them to take me back to my parents' house uh, so that my mother can get pissed and, and make me work at McDonald's again. Oh, one cop was radioing for an ambulance because he said I was suffering from severe dehydration, so I spit on his extremely shiny shoes. Nothing came out but bad breath, and he instantly threw me in the back of the squad car and canceled the ambulance. When Hicks tried to help the situation by giving the cops my actual information, they made sure to bring to his attention that his friend was a fucking idiot. And that really hurt. Later that week, I received a letter from the university. I was put on probation by the student discipline board and mandated to go to three alcohol abuse training sessions before the end of the semester. I had to meet with the director of Res Life who was very disappointed in my behavior. And the rest of the year, that front guard, or the front desk guard, you know, every time she saw me, the one that called the cops, you know, she never let me forget the night I smashed my face on the countertop. How's your face today? Anytime I walked in, she would just chuckle while swiping my ID. You know, I would never consider myself a quitter or anything, but that was definitely the end of my relationship with the Incredible Hulk. And the beginning of my relationship with Jin and Johnny Walker Red and fucking Jungle Juice and Boomerang Vodka, because it comes right back. <laughs> but that's a different story. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just keep that one.